Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. The Hail Mary pass tugs on the heart for a moment of destiny and legend. The ball is released on the third level with a high-arching trajectory, and the seconds tick away. Vikings Hall of Fame legend Carl Eller watched as the storied pass was thrown in 1975. Simply by the ball's path, he knew it wasn't a threat to be caught. Acts of manly desperation used to be called an alley-oop, a term derived from French circus acrobats who would yell out, allez-oop, meaning let's go, before their leap for life. But they were 40 feet in the air, leaping into a guy's hands with sweaty palms. The Vikings were so good that year that even legendary coach Tom Landry didn't think the Cowboys had a chance to win the game from the outset. Like Eller said, it was going to take a miracle for the Cowboys to win. Cowboys quarterback Roger Staubach, with just seconds remaining, told wide receiver Drew Pearson in the huddle, run an in route and break deep. I'm going to pump left and hit you on the go. Right before the snap, TV announcer Don Crickey said, they're going to need a miracle. As the ball was thrown, Crickey called the pass a home run ball. Staubach told reporters after the game, I closed my eyes and said a Hail Mary. And the words became sports legend. Or did it? Noble Kaiser played high school basketball, not football. He only stood 5'8 and weighed 165 pounds. He dropped out of high school in 1918 to join the Marines during the height of World War I. After the war, he earned his high school diploma and entered Notre Dame on a basketball scholarship until Newt Rockney saw him working out and asked Kaiser to come out for football. Kaiser became one of Rockney's watch charm guards, smaller stature fellows who used quickness, leverage, and grit to lead interference for his Irish backs. Kaiser became famous as one of the seven mules, blocking for the fabled four horsemen of the undefeated and first national championship team in 1924. But it was a game in 1922 where the story begins. Jim Crowley, one of the fabled four horsemen, often told the story about a game that season with Georgia Tech. The Irish were having a tough time gaining any momentum and were down on the scoreboard. One of the seven mules, Noble Kaiser, a Protestant, suggested praying which occurred on a fourth-and-goal play at the Tech six-yard line. Legend has it that the boys said a Hail Mary in the huddle. Then quarterback Harry Stalldreyer, another of the four horsemen, threw a quick pass over the middle to Paul Kastner for the go-ahead score. They repeated the prayer before a third-and-goal play again at Tech's six-yard line in the fourth quarter. This time, Stalldreyer ran for a touchdown, which sealed the win for the Irish. After the game, Kaiser told Crowley, Say! That Hail Mary is the best play we've got. Again, the prayer surfaced with a football acclaim on November 2, 1935. Notre Dame faced the undefeated Ohio State Buckeye team in front of a crowd of 81,000 at Ohio Stadium. Ohio State was heavily favored in the game and led 13-0 at the start of the fourth quarter. The Irish rallied for two touchdowns to narrow Ohio State's lead to 13-12. With less than a minute in the game, Notre Dame's quarterback, Andy Pilney, was injured and had to be carried off the field. William Valentine Shakespeare replaced Pilney with a ball in the OSU 19. Shakespeare was nicknamed the Merchant of Menace, and according to classmates, the All-American did not do well in English. After college, Shakespeare would enter World War II, and as an infantry captain, earned the Bronze Star for gallantry at the Battle of the Bulge. But back in Ohio Stadium, with the clock running out, the Chicago Tribune dutifully noted the truly ecumenical finish 
that combined for the famed Hail Mary Pass. Fullback Jim McKenna, a Catholic, handed to Shakespeare, a Protestant, on a fake reverse. Shakespeare passed to Wayne Milner, a Jewish boy, who caught the ball in the end zone on his knees. The legendary game was chosen, the best game in the first 100 years of college football. Notre Dame had scored three touchdowns in less than 15 minutes to gain an almost miraculous 18-13 victory. Yes, some people say in error that we are throwing ourselves 40 feet high into the hands of someone with sweaty palms, needing a miracle catch when we pray. In April 2014, Boko Haram kidnapped more than 200 young girls from a school in Nigeria, Africa. Boko Haram is a notorious radical Muslim group that violently slaughters non-Muslims by such means of decapitation or burning people alive. In 2014, Jesus appeared to a Catholic bishop in Nigeria and instructed him, Bishop Oliver Dashi Domi of the Diocese of Medaguri, Nigeria, was praying his rosary when Jesus appeared to him in a vision holding a sword. Jesus extended the sword towards the bishop. When the bishop went to take the sword, it miraculously transformed into a rosary. Once the bishop had the rosary sword in his hands, Jesus looked at him and said three times, Boko Haram is gone. The bishop states, These terrorists think that by burning our churches, burning our structures, that they will destroy Christianity. Never. It is prayer, particularly the prayer of the rosary, that will deliver us from the claws of this demon of terrorism. In 2019, the president of Nigeria, Mohamedou Bahari, claimed that Boko Haram was technically defeated, and their leader was killed and confirmed to be dead in 2021. A wise and venerable old sage once told me, there is something spiritual about sports. You must trust with faith and hope in your teammates at a level where the rest of life has trouble navigating. And this can be transformational to a young person. So do not take it lightly when men abuse these virtues of trust and faith and hope. The prophet Ezekiel wrote down God's words to us, I sought for a man who should repair the wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, so I should not destroy it. But I found no one. No one? Like leaders who would just walk off the field unwilling to play the last play because it seems too hard or even impossible? When we pray, it is not a leap for life, a great alezoop. We are actually standing in the gap in the best version of ourselves, the hedge between good and evil, repairing the hole in the wall by seeking God's help. We can learn from men like Noble Kaiser. Our best play in any moment is prayer. Hail Mary, full of grace. Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Bobiscum.